0: Well, praise the Lord. God is faithful. He's given us the rain, and then He gives us some more rain, and a little bit more rain. But we don't want to complain about it, because He's in control. Well, if you would, let's stand. I'll just read a short passage of Scripture here. Uh, Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Did everybody have time to get there, so we can kind of read it together. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation, knowing that the tribulation worketh patience. Patience, experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not a shame, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come and share your word and to... Have you lead us and guide us and show us the walk of life through your word. We thank you that you're going to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, be seated then. The title of our message today is Opportunity Knocking. Opportunity Knocking. Uh, what I'm going to do today is a little different. I'm going to I'm going to pretend that I start off with a conversation with myself and the Word. You ever, you ever debate the Word to yourself? Lord, do I really have to do this? Is that really? I mean, after all, I mean, you know, and I'm you know, we kind of debate. So most of this whole message is is a conversation with with me talking to myself, and then somebody else comes into the conversation. So I, I pray that you can get something from this to uh, relate to yourself. So I'm I'm pretending now. I'm going back and I'm reading this this, this very thing again, starting in chapter five, verse one. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I say to myself, yes. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation. What? Wait a minute here. We glory in tribulation? I mean... Paul, have you been beaten and stoned until you got your thinking messed up? I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, you're saying I've got a glory in my problems, and I've got to praise God when I'm hit with all these troubles and trials. I mean, what, what, what come on, Paul, what, what are you talking about? I mean, you want me to give you praise, give God praise, and boast of His goodness in the midst of all my problems? He says, yes. Well, I thought, well, when the trouble comes, don't I have the right to complain and call upon God as a Christian? Say, God, get me out of this mess. That's what I want. I want out. It's not fair. I'm a Christian. But wait a minute. What does the rest of that verse say? that the tribulation works patience. Patience. I don't want patience. Me wants what me wants when me wants it in me time. I don't want patience. I don't understand you, Paul. I don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Somebody's knocking on my door. Uh, Hello? Who's there? Uh, I'm the Holy Spirit of opportunity knocking. Oh, praise God. I'm about to get delivered from my trial, a physical trial I've been going through for a long time. Ah, the Spirit's here. Ah, But the Spirit says, no, wait just a minute. This trial is arranged for you to help you grow up spiritually. It's a time to learn and time to be patient. Time to wait on the Lord. Yes, continue to believe, but wait for God. He has a purpose in what's going on. He has a plan for your life. Out of the difficult time, He is going to make you more like Jesus. Leonard, so sit down, zip the lip, and listen to the Spirit. See, without these testings, says the Spirit, and provings, you will never know what you really do believe. And you will never develop the character of Jesus. Leonard. The Spirit's getting to me. Okay. Even Jesus and his humanity, he was tested by the devil. And Jesus told you and and everyone in John 6.33 that you will have tribulation. So read on, brother. So I'm reading I'm read some of this again. And you have this patience, and this patience brings experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. Well, see, Leonard, your patience becomes a proving experience, and yet that produces proven character. And proven character results in a strong mature hope that will never be disappointed. So what's going on in your life has purpose. God has purpose. Leonard, are you listening? So, experience is going to, is God's divine process of proving your faithfulness and your genuine faith Because sometimes, Leonard, you make confessions that you haven't counted the cost. And when the trial comes, you really weren't prepared. Just like Peter did when he said he was willing to die for Jesus. But when the test came, he failed because he had not counted the cost. The test came not to destroy Peter, but to bring his faith to where it should be. So Jesus prayed for Peter that his faith would not fail, but God allowed the test to come, and it humbled Peter, and God's purpose was fulfilled in that trial. So the Spirit Opportunity says to me all in your experiences, whether they're major, whether they're minor, are either God arranged or God allowed. For each experience carries with it God's divine purpose in perfecting you and perfecting the saints. So Jesus is also praying for you, Leonard, as well as all the other Christians that are faithful will not fail. Isn't that encouraging, Leonard? See, the Spirit keeps speaking to me and and Am I getting aggravated at the Spirit? The way he pronounces my name, Leonard. Okay, he says, Leonard, listen closely. Take heed to my words. You are in the school of higher learning. Open your eyes so you can see beyond your circumstances. Hold fast your trust in God. He will deliver you out of the trials. But... Jesus saved you to teach you, to mold you, to be like Christ. And just because you're saved doesn't mean you're instantly going to manifest the fruits of the Spirit. Look at how many years you've been confessing to be a Christian, Leonard. Does love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Does that define you? Is that who you are, Leonard? Well, uh, I have to admit, I am sometimes a hit or miss person depending on the mood I'm in. Well, says the Spirit, how well I know your inconsistency. So I have been sent here to expose the flaws in your character and give you the opportunity to be transformed in your mind and heart and rejoice in your trials. Why would you rejoice in your trials? You rejoice in your trials because you see the hand of God guiding you every step of the way in your life. Through difficult times, ups and downs, the good and the bad, God is with you all the way. What God wants, Leonard, is a little cooperation from you. So, I have some questions to ask you, Leonard. Um... See, were you joyful when you were in the Walmart parking lot and you saw a spot, and just as you started to turn in, somebody cut in front of you and got your spot? Were you joyful? Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> not exactly. I wouldn't say. Uh, well, no. So you mean you weren't joyful? You didn't. You didn't rejoice. No. Well, how about when I, when I, the spirit of opportunity, arranged for you to have to wait a long time in the line at Walmart to check out? Were you joyful? Um, the spirit says, Well, I didn't hear anything come out of your mouth, but I, I think I sent some groanings inside your head. You weren't, you weren't rejoicing. I think that, that you, you failed in that area. Uh, that is true, sir. I, Sir, yes, sir. He that hath an ear, says the Spirit, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. For when you frank a test, Leonard, you have to take it over and over again until you get it right, and you rejoice. So then, Leonard, I arrange for you to have... To be without your car for two weeks. Because the part to fix it had to be ordered and reordered. Did you rejoice? Mm, mm, mm. Well, Leonard, you still had your truck to drive, right? Uh, Yes, but my wife has a hard time getting in and out of my truck, and uh, it's kind of awkward getting the groceries in the truck, kind of aggravating. Really, Leonard? Really? That is a trial? Well, what if you only had one vehicle and it was broke down? Would you rejoice? Well, I, uh, <clears throat> well, what if you only had one vehicle and it was broke down and you did not have the money to repair it, Leonard? Would you rejoice? Uh... I had to think about that one. That would be a real trial of my faith. But, Leonard, you have two vehicles and God has supplied you with the money to have it repaired. So what you counted as a trial was only a little discomfort and a little bit of inconvenience. So how about you putting out some praise to God? How about you thanking Jesus that you are so blessed? Well, yes, my blessings far outweigh my problems. Praise God. You're right. So are you beginning to see, Leonard, that God is good and gracious and is teaching you and training you to be patient and thankful and to wait on God at every situation that you encounter? is an opportunity for you to rejoice. And by the way, Leonard, as you wait on the Lord for your healing, just think of how patient and long-suffering He has been with you through all these years. For according to my records, says the Spirit, you have flunked enough tests to be put out of the school of higher learning. But by God's grace and mercy, you're still there. So Leonard, it is important here, for, we're talking about spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. For you to stop growing and maturing in your walk with Jesus is another opportunity for you to go backward. See, you either going on toward the higher calling of God or you're sliding backward. Little by little, there is no status quo, Leonard. You don't reach a plateau where you stop. You're either going on up or you're sliding back. Oh, yes, sir, I realize that. Yes. And God challenges you at times with problems you can't solve, and neither can anybody else but God. And he does that to show you how helpless you are and how needy you are of him. And it draws you closer to him and more dependent on him, (coughs) lest you go astray. So when the eye of the spirit of opportunity allow a physical trial to attack you, doesn't most everything else become very unimportant? Yes, sir, it does. And you cast them aside and you get a whole lot more of my attention. Right, Leonard? Yes, that is true. But, um, Holy Spirit, could you possibly back off on that Leonard thing and just call me Leonard? I mean, please. Well, Leonard... I am sent here to work on your character, work on your patience. So you've got to be patient with me, Leonard. Oh, yes, I see what you're saying. See, you sang that song, I want to be an overcomer in all things. Well, do you really mean that? I'm giving you the opportunity to overcome. So the tests that I bring on you, Leonard, are to drive you back close to God. And you know that sickness and disease are of the devil, but you also know that the book of Job shows us that God is in control. The devil could not touch Job unless God gave him permission. And God even limited what Job the devil could do with Job, so Job learned a real lesson about pride, and God's purpose was fulfilled in his life, and then God restored him. Always keep in mind, Leonard. Oh, praise God! That's better, Spirit. I like the way that I like the Leonard a lot better. Uh, keep in mind, Leonard, that the sovereignty of God, he's always in control of everything that goes on in your life. If you see that, you can look for the good in it. You can look for his purpose in it instead of complaining. For he is always working for your good. According to Romans 8, 28 and 29. And he's working to fulfill his purpose in you. And he knows what you need to conform you to the image of his Son. So, Leonard, do you remember what James, the half-brother of Jesus, wrote in James chapter 1? Look that up there and see what James wrote by my spirit. He confirms what Peter was saying. James 1 verses 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and it giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So there it is, again, Leonard. Rejoice, count it all joy when these problems come, because they're there to try your faith. They're there for a purpose. I have sent those things for your good and as you rejoice even when you're persecuted for Christ's sake be willing to partake of his sufferings and doing it with exceeding joy see for Christians the purpose of suffering is to prove their true character purge their away any dross of sin in their life and allow the pure nature of Christ to flow through you. See, opportunity is knocking, Leonard. I see your message is coming through to me. I'm getting it. It's clear now. And I thank you for that, that you have exposed some things in my life and you have shown me that these trials are not for me to consider something evil. But out of it, I can find good in everything because I can find you working behind the scenes to bring me to the place where I am more like Jesus. Opportunity is continually knocking at your door. What will you do with it? Well, I receive it in Jesus' name, and I thank you, Spirit, for revealing those things to me and showing me that... That I need to keep growing. I have not arrived. I've got to keep looking to what you're saying, what you're doing, so that I get it out of it something that changes me to be more like Jesus. Because if not I'm just I'm just wandering around. I've come to a plateau and I'm no longer growing and I'm going nowhere. So, end of conversation. So I ask you, brothers and sisters, fellow pilgrims in the School of Higher Learning, have you heard the Spirit recently speaking to you and offering you an opportunity, an opportunity to hear what he's saying and to be changed, to be transformed? How are we responding to his, to his work. Are we hearing, but never making application of God's clear word? I know I've been guilty of that many times. I read it, I see it, I know what it says, but I don't take it and make application to my life. See, that's what God is going to use to make us be like Jesus. We've got to have these experiences to have the opportunity to reveal that Christ is in us, that, that we are carry, carrying forth his attributes, his character. You know, we sang that song, to be like Jesus, oh, to be like Jesus. All I asked is to be like Jesus. All through life's journey from earth to glory, all I asked is to be like Him. Well, actually, as a born-again Christian filled with the Holy Spirit, we turn that around. Jesus is asking. He's the one asking. He's asking me and He's asking you to see what He's saying in His Word and apply it to our lives. Make application. And as we do that, we will become more and more like Jesus. That's how it works. What he does in our life, we see it. We understand what he's wanting. We change. So we grow. We become more and more like Jesus. See, opportunity is knocking all the time. Most of the time, all we want out of our trials is out. Let me out. I'm not interested in anything else. But the whole purpose is to bring us to a place. Bring us to the statue of Jesus Christ so that we can manifest that spirit to the world. See, the world has got to see Jesus in us. So God is working to bring Jesus into our lives so that he comes out of our lives in our actions and our words. And you know, i repeat this, but as we wait patiently on Jesus to do in us what we can't do, only he can do, at the same time, just think of how patient and how long, long (laughs) suffering he has been with each of us while he's knocking on our door, knocking on our door, saying, let me in, Let me show you what you need. And he's still there. He's still knocking. He wants to bring us to that point where we do what we can do. Because he's enabled us to do it. See, to know the word and not do it has no profit. So we hear the word. We make application. It changes us. Through that, we... Manifest Jesus' spirit into the world, and we witness to the world. Even in a situation where you're you're frustrated and you're about to explode, anybody ever exploded in a situation? You say something you wish you hadn't said, or whatever. See, God is training you there. And what what happened? What what you how you responded is either a witness to the world around you for good or are they to look at you and say and he's supposed to be a Christian and he acts in that way see the world is watching us although we don't realize it they're watching our every move they're watching how we respond to all these situations so as we go forth in the days coming ahead I pray that we all look for and listen to the Holy Spirit as He knocks on our door with our, with the problem. And that we ask God, what is it you want me to see through this trial? What is it you want to change in me? My attitude toward this or that? How I react? My, my anger? Are you dealing with my anger? Frustration? whatever it may be God is at work but we've got to listen we've got to take heed we've got to be a doer of that word and not just a hearer only so praise God I I pray that somehow he will minister to you through the things that I've been going through see ever since I started this message every day I've had I don't know how many opportunities (laughs) to be patient. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Every, everything I I think, Joseph's shaking his head back there. He, he just went through some of that. But see, that's for our learning. That's, that's for us to manifest Jesus in, a, in every situation. Praise God that He is faithful and He never gives up on us. He's constantly working in our hearts and minds. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you never give up on us. We thank you that you're long-suffering with us. We thank you that your school of training is ever before us. If we just open our eyes and open our minds and hearts to receive it, that's how we become like you. We pray that we will do that in Jesus' name. Amen.